Tantrum House Board Gaming Podcast is recorded live from Studio WKRD in Greenville, South Carolina. This podcast is brought to you by our friendly local game store, Boardwalk, purveyors of fine games. Bezier Games, the new classics. AEG, we make fun. The Game Steward, your second chance at Kickstarter games. And Game Toppers, LLC, upgrading your gaming experience. Your hosts are here to help you sort through the cardboard commotion to help you find the diamonds in the rough. So buckle up. Especially if you're driving right now, because you're about to arrive at the Tantrum House. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Christmas show. Today we got Will Meadows. Sarah Meadows. Journeyman Dan. Melissa Delp. Kevin Delp. And Psychic Larry. In the house. Which is all decked out for Christmas. I'm looking at a Christmas tree right now. We won't talk about how sparse it is. We kind of got a, <laughs> got a Charlie Brown Christmas tree going on in this room. But this is just the studio, so it's not where the all of the Christmas spirit is happening. You guys ready for the Christmases? Absolutely. I bet your children are, Dan. Oh, yeah, they're thrilled. We, we've got the pile of presents, and they were counting. Oh, so-and-so's got this many, so yeah. <laughs> that is uh, the worst and the best. <laughs> see, my siblings would always, we'd have them under the tree, and then they would take mine out, and they would hide them. What? And they'd be like, I'm sorry, Dan, you don't have any presents this year. Oh, so like, what? <laughs> and, and they were like 10 years older than me, so I actually believed it for a while. Oh, that's rough. How how many siblings? I've got three. We're all we're all spread out. Oldest is like 15 years older than me. So. As, as an older sibling, I could admit to terrible things. That I, I, <laughs> I've heard the stories. Says the other oldest sibling. Here. <laughs> okay, mine weren't that bad. We won't talk about those stories. Let's talk about some board gaming stories this Christmas. Now, this episode should be coming out Christmas morning. So you are probably opening your presents while listening to your favorite Tantrum House podcast episode right now, I'm sure. I hope there's only one favorite Tantrum House podcast, but it's your favorite <laughs> board gaming podcast. Yeah, that one. That's the one we're talking about. And so uh, you just keep opening presents. You can just enjoy. We'll talk about some of the games that you hopefully got for Christmas. And uh, we're also going to be talking about our, what do we call it? Game found crowdfunding action. Pledge manager. Pledge manager launch. And some news about Tantrum Con. And then we're going to, you know, we're going to just head off into a silent night so we can all get ready for our Christmases because we got to, I got to shop. I'm not done shopping yet. You haven't even shopped yet? Some well, shop, some shopping. Less than a week. Don't worry. I've been to the board game store twice already. We're great. Way to go. Way to take care of all the family peoples. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So what are some of the games that you guys have been playing recently? What's made it to the table this pre-Christmas week? What do we got? Am I talking about Alibi? Do you sure. Wait. Okay. Do you have an alibi, Kevin? Um, Melissa was there with me, so yes, I have an alibi. What did we say? Alibi was, oh man, what was the word? Um, Charlie was saying it comes from Latin. It's... Uh oh well. If you think it's of, something like somewhere else or yeah, something you're somewhere like else. Alibaba. Yeah. No. Uh, Alib- <laughs> Alibi is a mystery type game, and you know that Melissa and I enjoy those type of games. This is a little different in that you are role playing, sort of like a dinner party sort of idea, where you are a character and you're um, trying to figure out who the uh, murderer is, but no one knows who the murderer is, even if you're the murderer. Whoa! You have a short term memory loss. <laughs> no. So you basically are getting round cards each round, and they're going to give you part of the story. Like they're physically round, or they're just round. 
You get a card with information on it each round. Each round. And there are five rounds. Okay. Yep. And on that card, it gives you information that you have to share with everyone around the table. And, you know, you can sort of make it in your own words mm, okay. or you can just read it off, whatever you, you feel. But There's, it has to be the truth. It has to be the truth. Okay. Then there is information at the bottom of every card that you're not allowed to say unless someone specifically asks you, like, keywords that are on that card. Interesting. Like, I had one that had to do with, like, um, a potion because I was the um, Alberto the magical magician and I had made a sort of a concoction and someone had to specifically ask me about that like concoction and yes. if they didn't then I couldn't reveal that information and sometimes there's clue cards that get revealed so you're working together as a team you're all working together trying to figure out who um, the murderer is but you don't even get to see it unless somebody else so you're like, oh, maybe I should ask this person about the jewelry or maybe I should ask this person about like what they were doing last night or like based on what other people are saying. That's interesting. It would drive me crazy. I would be like, oh, why doesn't anyone ask me this question? But, but you often actually don't want to reveal oh. that information because it might be incriminating and make you look like the yeah. guilty party. Whoa, so I did lead the conversation away from the magical juice uh-huh. that I had uh, given because it had arsenic in it. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> But um, there was other spoilers. T- but there were other times <laughs> we've already gone deeper. Oh, sorry, that. <laughs> yeah. There were other times where I actually wanted people to under know what I was doing, so I would give me an alibi because there was like, oh, is this person was helping me uncuff my handcuffs or something like that. So what? So is it all like limited scenarios? Yeah, there's three scenarios in the okay. box. Uh, the we've played the first two. We've not played the third one yet. Maybe we'll play a playthrough or a part of a playthrough of one of them in an upcoming. Or maybe it's already on our channel by the time this review. Merry uh, Christmas. Merry Christmas. <laughs> so that is by DV Games um, and it is a mystery type game if you enjoy like a role playing this is definitely up your alley yeah it was interesting around the table the group we played with we're getting into their characters and like any sort of questions we're responding in kind of that character's who, mindset who had the British accent was that <laughs> uh, well we did one that was Scottish oh okay very nice <laughs> um, and my brother Charlie was a Scottish nobleman perfect I was, I was a like you were married in. No, no. Oh, I, no. I, I, I was the sister of the sister. murdered person, but I was definitely like nobility and very haughty. Yeah. And Kevin was the, the maid. maid. Gossiper. <laughs> Wait, the, the gossiping maid? maid? No, that was a different story. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. This is the best maid ever. Yeah. Yeah. Maid the arsenic and the potion. room is clean. Poof. Yeah. Yeah. So, yes, it, it, if you can get into your character and start like, accusing people and responding and being like, well, I saw you out in the garden last night what were you talking about why weren't you doing your work you lazy maid you know that sort of thing sounds like a great time yep yep well i'll be ready to watch so maybe we'll like dress up too oh you're coming as a maid no i'm a magician (laughs) oh okay (laughs) (laughs) you keep switching back and forth i know i want to make sure that just in case we play the scenario you're like what's happening (laughs) anything else coming to the table interesting recently what were uh what were you playing tonight sarah uh, I got a brand new one from Pandasaurus and Bombix called Nar, spelled K N A R R. It is a Kanar. Viking, yeah, Kanar. It is a Viking <laughs> game where you are recruiting Vikings to go discover new lands. It's got a really interesting um, set collection that activates cards, and then you spend those cards to gain the land and you're trying to gain different icons and things on these things. And it um, eventually you're trying to get all the way around the scoreboard first. 
So there's a lot of engine building and uh, triggering different types of um, actions on your turn. Yeah, because you've got, you know, you play, like, say you have a red card that gives you a bracelet. You play another red card that gives you a point. Well, now you're getting a point and a bracelet. And if you yeah. play another one, you're going to get a point and a bracelet and something else. Um, so I, I really like that aspect of kind of that engine building. Uh, Kevin, you had quite a good strategy going in that second game. Yeah, I was trying. I just, you know, because we had played it, you know, two times tonight. I was like, I'll just try something a little different to see how the strategy mm-hmm. works. And I was able to get a lot of one color card that gave me a lot of points throughout the game. It was also helping me get other things. Um, it was a tie at the end, and Sarah yeah. did pull it off. Um, Which I, I had a very different strategy. Yeah, Sarah had a different strategy. I think you can talk about that in just a second. I was thinking... I made one, like, I was very efficient with most of my turns. There's one fatal turn that I could have done something a little different, and I think I would have been able to end it around sooner, which I think would have helped me. But, Sarah, what was your strategy? So my strategy was to only work on uh, exploring land that gave a lot of benefits. So you can gain these silver bracelets, which you can use to trade with those lands that you've been to. And there's three little columns on the card, and you'll when you gain a new one, you'll stack the next card on top. And you can spend one bracelet to activate the first column and two bracelets to activate the first and second column, and then three to activate all three columns. And most of the cards that you would gain would only have like one icon on one of those, and a lot of them it's in that third column. So it it's makes hard. it really expensive. Yeah. I worked on getting cards that had a lot of benefits. So it was really easy to get, but then I had to gain bracelets the whole time. So that was my strategy. Gain bracelets, spend them all. Every, it was a free action to spend them each turn. So I was trying to. Yeah. But it work. clearly worked. I mean, both of them worked for you. Yeah, it did and, work. Yeah. You know, compared to my strategy, which clearly did not work. I'm not sure what my strategy <laughs> was in that game. It didn't but work out, But you did though. very well the first game. First game, yeah. First yeah. game. Um, I just really liked how there's a pretty good amount of depth to it. Like mm-hmm. there is thinking there's choices because when you play a red card, you then have to pick up a red card and there are some options to give you some flexibility there. But in general, it's like, Ooh, do I want to play this one? Because that's going to give me some other card from a different column. And it, like, I just like that choice. But at the same time, it was also light enough that we could sit around and have conversation and talk mm-hmm. about things going on and what we've been doing and not sit there like, like brain burning our brains mm-hmm. trying to make these decisions. Yep, It was a good one. I'm looking forward to seeing everybody else's opinions because I got to try it out at Gen Con with uh, the team from Bombix and was very excited when it showed up at my door. Larry and I also, and Melissa, played a game that didn't look like it was going to be a brain burner. <laughs> and we played one game of this cutesy-looking roll-and-write in the amount of time it took them to play the same game twice. Mm-hmm. It was it was tricky. It's the new, I think it's called Candy Castle? Castle Party. Castle, Castle Party. Party. <laughs> it looks like candy. It looks delicious. It looks like a Halloween-themed game. Yeah. But it's a small box game from Devere. It is a roll and write for popular well, flip, right. flip and write. That is correct, and uh, it has some interesting mechanics in it that are that made perfect sense. Like you actually build the shape that you're going to draw on by playing cards from your hand, and so there's like a you flip a card, it reveals a you know an L shaped Tetris block, but then each of the players at the table contributes a card or two depending on turn order to determine what is going to be filled into those spaces, and then based on 
the orientation that the card is laying on on the table, everybody has to fill it onto their board in that orientation. It looks cutesy and fun, and it was like five-minute turns every time staring at, do I want this piece to go here? And if I do, can I rotate it this way? And if I rotate it, and then they use their power to rotate it, I'll be really mad. And woo, it was it was more than I thought it was going to be. It was interesting. What do you what do you think, Larry? Yeah, it was it was pretty good. It was um it's easy to understand yeah uh so that's good but yeah there's definitely times where you're sitting there trying to figure out where this piece is gonna fit on your board and then if you rotate the piece in a direction that you need it to be but you have to place a specific card there's an x on on the piece that makes you play your card first at that position in the in the shape, it's hard so to describe, but it's easy to yeah. learn. <laughs> so some, sometimes you want the shape in a certain orientation facing you, but you want to place a specific shape. Right. You don't want the X in a on certain this place. Side. Yeah, I don't want to place it over there because they're going to place the wrong shape, <laughs> and it's not going to be the right symbol that I need to make all my symbols match. So yeah. it was interesting whether you want to make the x where you need it to be or the shape to fit how you wanted it to be uh it, yeah it the, the theme is basically a bunch of monsters are coming to this party mm. and each type of monster is represented by a different shape like an x for the skeletons or an o for the ghosts and it was like fangs for the vampires mm-hmm. and the cards that we're laying out are putting those shapes those fangs and circle those symbols into the tetris shape so yeah kind of layers to think about and there are different ways that they score and there's going to be some scoring that happens throughout the game and then some end game scoring you can throw some of your guests into the moat if you don't want them in your castle but then there'll be negative points there are unicorns that will give you negative points if you don't get enough together so uh I, I enjoyed it. It's one that I had seen maybe last year or the year before and was interested in it, but never got a chance to play it until now. So I'm glad that it came in the box of games that is going to be part of our Tantrum Con Play to Win section. So we decided to pull it out and experience it first. I tried it for you. Nice so. way. It was. It was a great segue. So speaking of Tantrum Con and all the great and fun games that we're going to be playing there, we uh, have some announcements to make. One is that our event schedule will be going live right at the beginning of the year. Uh, is, the, is the actual, are we saying a date? Is it January 1? Is that the goal? Um, I believe the date is on our website right now, January 1 at 7 p.m. We got a Eastern time in there. is Premier Badges. And then January 3rd at 7 p.m. Eastern time for everyone else yeah so that will be your opportunity to actually sign up and get tickets for things like our tournament meals like the comedy show like kevin's magic show i saw him i saw him practicing some magic today yep. i didn't get to see what the trick was but he won't dan, tell us dan seemed wowed dan's like what just happened <laughs> it was amazing <laughs> <laughs> i was just practicing for uh, you know what i need to do i love it i love it so yeah all those things plus all of our learn to plays all of the vip gaming you know events all the i think i, I haven't actually titled it officially 
But I think we're going to have like a whole tract of After Dark games. That's what I think I'm calling it. And it'll be all those like social deduction games, party games. That'll be the late night activity schedule. Uh, all those things will be available for you to sign up with right at the beginning of the year. And you'll want to get in early because a lot of those events do fill up fast. Uh, a lot of the tournament meals will sell out. All of our learn to plays. Uh, I think Hannah was asking, should I do a two player learn to play game? <laughs> Which the answer is yes. Like people will love those kind of things. So if you want to teach people how to play a two player game, great. I'm doing a uh, Steam Court game, so we'll have a 12-player Steam Court game going on, and uh, lots and lots of fun things for you guys to sign up for. You can find all that at tantrumcon.com. What other stuff do they need to know about about TantrumCon, you guys? What are we excited about? What's happening that we want to talk about? Um, we have exhibitors. We have people who are ha- going to have demo tables showing off new games, prototypes. Like Will was saying, lots of learn-to-plays. So many things to be excited about. How late does the convention hall stay open? As long as Will stays up. Sarah, actually. actually. <laughs> how long I'm willing to stay awake. Dan also got volunteered to be part of the After Dark yeah, man, I'm there for it. Yeah. Sarah's, do you have um, like a record? The record? Have you made it straight 24 hours? No. Um, no. That does not sound like fun. <laughs> <laughs> no. It shriveled a little bit no. right there. Dan has volunteered <laughs> to stay um, there until it reopens at no, the, 8 a.m. The latest I stayed up was 5 a.m., the second year of Tantrum Con. And but normally it's what? Normally it's, it's not four. not too much different. Yeah. Three, four. <laughs> Um, the game no, is we started. The, uh, so Derek Funkhauser and Bob Crow <laughs> and I started a game of Maracaibo when two of us had never played, and we finished. We started at three a.m. and we finished at five, which is like record. I mean, we were blowing through turns. There was no downtime. We <laughs> oh, delirious. Yeah, um, and we had a decently high scoring game. So I'm not. I don't. I don't know if it was know like what they were doing. They hit their third wind. That's yeah. Um, and then I realized, oh, I get to open registration at seven thirty. <laughs> so uh, oh, Sunday, I was pretty tired. So what I'm hearing is we should try like Ezra and Nehemiah. Start that around one or two in the morning. Perfect. Oh. Or later, sure. <laughs> um, no, I have now realized I can. There's enough of us on the team. I'll schedule myself sleep in the morning, so I don't usually there come down go. to the event till after lunch. We won't expect you till eight a.m., Dan. <laughs> oh, okay, great. <laughs> uh, what but we do have a. There's a lot of people that stay up quite late, so and oh, yeah. and they'll a lot of them. A lot of us will play the bigger, heavier games. Um, surprising that we're not usually playing the party games. Yeah, they're going, they're going crazy hardcore there. What I'm excited about are the tourney meals. Yes. We have the full tourney meal plus more. Like we have not only like We're you know, brunch, lunch, and dinner. We have 11Zs and... Are we calling it 11Zs? <laughs> we should we call that on the schedule. <laughs> we totally, totally should. There is um, one I'm really... Like all the games are fun to play with, but I'm really, really excited to play the one that Bezier Games is bringing that some of us have played. It's a secret game. We can't tell you the name of Whoa! it yet. But you should come to TantrumCon <laughs> to play it at one of their uh, special tournament meals because they're going to debut it at TantrumCon. Is it the game that I think it is? Yeah. Sweet. It's going to be so fun. It was a great time. Yeah. It is a very enjoyable game. It's not heavy. You can learn it like sitting there yeah, at the oh, table. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that'll be I a lot of fun. I think it plays up to six players too. At least. I feel yeah. like, I I feel like all eight. of us play. Maybe it's eight. Yeah, it could be eight. <laughs> yeah. That, that'd be cool. That'd be very neat. Is that one like a Kickstarter preview? Is that still prototype? Yeah, they're, they... they're taking a Kickstarter. Yeah. Okay, cool. So you'll get to see oh, wow. it first. So everybody gets to play a prototype. 
yeah, of a game that's and try it out yep. before it even yep. launches. It was a lot of fun. Um, one of the things that I'm kind of excited about is our Proto Tank Shark Tank show. Okay. Uh, I don't even think anybody else was on that email, but we just got a cool new prize uh, offering sent a to million us. million dollars. Whoa. It's not that cool. But okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, we the Proto Tank event that we do is kind of like the Shark Tank show. Like designers come, they pitch their games. We have a really cool lineup of judges. Like we've got top tier publishers, designers who literally like if you wowed them, could sign your game right then and there. I don't know that's going to happen. No promises. Last year they had a couple that like had second chances or whatever. Yeah. Well, definitely people got phone calls and we're getting meetings set up. So it's, it's a real deal thing. It's, it's very cool. We've had a good number of people who have signed up to show off their demo games and who are going to be doing pitches during that event. And last year we partnered with Proto ATL, which is a convention out of Atlanta and they won like free badges to that event. That event is focused on publishers who are coming to look at game prototypes. So it was a cool opportunity. And this one that we just got is like, it's, it's going to end up being this cool package, but a lot of different companies now all of a sudden are chiming in and saying like, yeah, we want to offer X to your to your winners and we want to give super sweet discounts on amazing services that uh, you didn't even know existed until last week. And I think it's going to be a really cool thing. I've seen people talking on social media about, cool. hey, I have a game. Should I come to Tantrum Con's you know, pitch-a-thon? Yes. And lots of people have been replying and saying like, yeah, it was a good experience and it was a lot of fun and we got these good opportunities. I think that's only going to grow. Like it's it's going to be a pretty big deal. So I'm excited to see what games get shown there and, wh- and what happens next. It'll be It'll be pretty neat. One thing that I have been spending a lot of time preparing for is all the awesome merch that you can pre-order right now, but it'll also be available at the event. So make sure and head over to tantrumcon.com to see all the amazing stuff. Kevin was trying on a shirt tonight. It looked pretty good. I know. So was Melissa. Yeah. There's going to be some fun stuff. All right. Well, why don't we take a minute to jump into our Kickstarter conniption. <laughs> Kickstarter conniption. So obviously, there aren't really any games coming <laughs> to Kickstarter or any of the other no, crowdfunding plan- platforms. But I do have some great news. Uh, our late pledges are now open on GameFound. So you can head over to GameFound. Um, you, if you search for Tantrum House or uh, any of those, you will be able to... Go to our Tantrum House website. There'll be or there will the be a link there, or there will be a link on the Kickstarter page. Uh, you can head over and late pledge. So if you missed out on our Kickstarter campaign, we finally have the pledge manager available, so you can get in on all of that gamer goodness. So uh, there will be t-shirts. We have gamer bags, so you can haul all your games to game nights. <laughs> Found a good one. Kevin's been working to find that button for like the last 30 seconds. (laughs) Yeah. And, uh, of course, we have all the brand new promos that will be uh, hitting all the tables soon. So we have already started shipping orders. And if we have all your stuff, we're going to send it out as soon as possible. Yeah, we had a pretty fantastic lineup of promos from a number of different publishers. So big shout out to everyone who did support our Kickstarter campaign this past year. And then all the backers. Thank you guys for being a part of that. If you didn't get a chance to back it, but you're interested in checking it out, definitely do go to tantrumhouse.com. That Kickstarter button will be right at the top. And you can look at... Uh, GameFound button. Game button. I don't know what it'll say. It okay. Say, 
Go get sure. It'll say game found. It'll say late pledge. <laughs> okay, late, late pledge. pledge. There we go. And you can uh, check out all the promos we had. We had dozens of new promos, of old promos, of uh, lots and lots of the popular games that are out there. You can find unique cards and, and things to add to your game. And so definitely check that out. Uh, it actually does go a long way to support us throughout the year. We actually are down another headset tonight. <laughs> I to on a headset it was broken, and I was like, time to get some new equipment because I can't hear what's going on. But we would love to have your support in that way, although right now you're probably celebrating Christmas. So you enjoy your Christmas day. Have a fantastic holiday. Have a happy new year. We would love to see you at Tantrum Con. Come see us January 25th through the 28th. You can get your badge at tantrumcon.com. Otherwise, keep having fun. Keep having a Merry Christmas. We'll see y'all next time. Bye! Thanks for listening to the Tantrum House Board Game Podcast. If you liked any part of this at all, find and follow us on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and tantrumhouse.com. Like us, share us, email us, call us, or send us a postcard to Tantrum House, 306 Berry Drive, that's B-A-R-R-Y, Greer, South Carolina, 29650.